This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pele leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie do? Soccer is going to explode and it's going to be around this kid. We were the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Coming to you guys live. Uh, man, for the second time in three weeks, a little bit before the game is over, and I'm figuring, hey, we're not missing much. Let's go ahead and talk about it. So, um, yeah, here we are. How's your guys' weekends? I got my oil changed. I got my hair cut. Shout out to my mom. Cuts my hair. Only person that's ever cut my hair, actually. Drove over there yesterday. Got my hair cut. That was more productive than anything that the Raiders defense has done today. Really, the whole football team. I mean, honestly, I'm going to come out and I'm just going to flat out say it. I mean, the the, the defense didn't play well at all. But even the, the offense isn't as good as it could have been. There was, for whatever reason, play calling, everything just kind of fell flat in the red zone. I don't know what was going on. We just couldn't put points up. Man. Shout out to Daniel755 in the chat. I see you. Goodbye playoffs. Season's over. That's what I keep seeing from you guys. And, hey, look, we keep playing like this, and I agree. I cannot. I mean, I can't agree more. Oh, man. This is rough. Raider Nation, episode 128, I think, something around there. Official podcast, RaidersBeat.com. Member of the Blue Wire Podcasting Network. I want to give a quick shout-out to Stage Door Casino. Stage Door Casino actually placed and won multiple awards for the Best of Las Vegas. Best of Las Vegas. So they placed gold in Best Hot Dog. They placed silver in Best Cocktail Bar, Best Martinis, Best Pub, and Best Specialty Cocktails. And they placed bronze in Best Sports Bar. And that's why we go there. Sports bar. It's what we do. We hang out. We watch. We watch uh, NFL NFL games, particularly the Raiders. Shout out to anyone that's been there. Give a quick shout out to Stage Door Casino. 
Uh, they've been a big part of the show and a big inspiration. That's why, we, of course, we keep going there. We do keep we, we're doing watch parties. Some point in the playoffs, maybe Super Bowl weekend, we'll see. Maybe we do something here. We do a, a, a watch party, a stage door casino, no matter what's going on. Get Raider Nation together, watch some football. Ah, shout out to the chat. I see you, uh, Jay Mendoza. The Raiders are on pace to give up the most points in franchise history. The most so far was 457 points in 2018 when Paul Gunther was our DC. Yeah, yep. These three years uh, as a defense have been absolutely the worst, no doubt. I see this game wrapping up right now. Derek Carr running in a touchdown, ran for a first down earlier. I don't know what to say, guys. This is rough. We're going to make this semi-quick. I'm going to take your calls. This time I'm going to take your calls for sure. I really want to hear you guys' opinions, bounce some things off of you. Um, And, of course, one last shout-out. Actually, I want to give a shout-out to BlackSundayShop.com. Visit BlackSundayShop.com. Get yourself some cool Raiders gear. Like I said, they're more productive than anything we've seen on the field today. Eddie Mudo, appreciate the uh, donation as always. Shout-out to the chat. Shout-out to Raider Nation. Jumping in here, tuning in, and no matter the ugly loss, getting in here and talking about it because that's really cool. For me, it's really tough for me to do this kind of stuff. It is. I love this dang team, and I hate seeing them in a position right now to, I don't want to say lock in playoffs, but how do we win this game? You're starting to see playoffs. Like We walk away with a W right now. I'm I'm sitting here planning our first week of playoffs because that's the kind of bounce back we needed. That that was the kind of team that we needed to beat and another team that was competing. But now we're in a position to where I'm sitting here saying, man, we're like last year. We're just going to come down to the last week or two and we're going to see if we can. Are we out of the playoffs? No. We keep playing like this? Yes, we are. But there's still a, an absolute possibility of us getting in there. But I'm not going to buy into it until this team shows up on Sunday. Or in this case, maybe Thursday. We got to win on Thursday. Now we're in a must win. We have to win out all three games, and there's still probably going to be things that we need to happen. Ah, oh, this is frustrating. Let's, uh, gosh dang, guys. Let's get in this game preview. Shout out to Chuck Down Raider in the chat. Another group therapy session. That's what this is. This is what this is turning into. Right now, it's it's gonna be actual therapy. Last week I was I was real frustrated even after a W, even though it's just win, baby. I was real frustrated. But this 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 game review is gonna be a little different. Um we're gonna go through it. We're gonna go through the motions. We're gonna go through. I wanna I wanna take a QA opportunity for you guys to get in the chat and talk about some things to so stick around after this uh, after this game review we might talk to eddie borsili unfortunately kenny king won't be around for the post game show he's out of town oh man and then we'll take some live callers so stick around so man so the colts open up this game and we're getting gashed on the run gashed in the run surprise <laughs> nothing new so they drive down the field screen passes runs Vic Beasley makes a couple big plays in the red zone. We hold him to a field goal. Awesome. We get the ball. First play or first possession of the game, and nothing really new again. We're looking ugly. Three and out. 
We had a drop pass from Aguilar. I'm, you know, I'm not going to call it a drop pass yet until I see it, get a better look of it. But um, seemed like it could have been, you know, a catch on second down. Miscommunication there from Foster Morrow. And then we, we punt, three and out. So Colts get the ball back. They're chipping away at the run. Trayvon Mullen had a really bad possession that that time. Um, couple gave a couple big plays. Um, Pittman, big play, real uh, lanky, speedy wide receiver for the Colts. Big play. Mullen, man, Mullen. I mean, he's a good player. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna harp on him too much for this game. Um, but between him and Hilton, things weren't looking too good for 27. I mean, albeit. He's probably getting put on the island because there's so much coverage on the backside getting dictated to Nevin Lawson's side. You're seeing Jonathan Abram and Eric Harris, for what they're worth, scooting over and probably cheating towards the other side of the field because they're expecting Mullins Island to hold down his own. Well, it was a it was a rough possession. So they get down in the red zone, throw up a jump ball. T.Y. Hilton mosses. Nevin Lawson, which I never thought I'd see such a thing from T.Y. Hilton, but that's what we get. Is what it is. Man. So we're down 0-10. to 10. Get Gunther out. I see you guys in the chat. Let those comments flow. I'm sitting here. I'm watching your comments. I got I got actually two screens right now of your comments. I want you, I want you guys to flow through. Let those emotions out. It's a therapy session. Chiefs highlights. I appreciate you tuning in to the live stream. <laughs> Good stuff. So we get the ball back. Jacobs starts to get involved, right? So he gets this going. He has a couple big runs. Rugs, Waller, they're getting touches. We got a huge throw to Foster Morrow, and that was amazing. And then it makes you wonder, right, what was it? A uh, 20, 30-something yard touchdown. Gets him open. Morrow being kind of, you know, just kind of a bigger, stockier tight end. He's a blocking dude, kind of, you know, does both things. Gets an open space, jukes out the safety, goes in for a touchdown. It makes you think, what are we doing with Jason Witten? Why is Jason Witten getting more snaps than Foster? Why? I don't know. Foster Morrow doesn't dictate the amount of snaps he gets. We know who does. But here we are, right? So Foster gets in for a big touchdown, 7-10. to 10. We feel like we're rolling right now on offense. Colts get the ball uh, right before the end of the first quarter. Right after that, their tight end gets involved. Jack Doyle gets a big, like, 30-yard catch. They cross over midfield. They take a deep shot to Mullen or to Hilton, and Mullen has a little bit of a redemption from, like I said, that one possession that he really struggled with. Breaks it up really close to a pass interference. They picked up the flag. Cool. We caught a little break there. Um, we, held, we, we held him to a punt. Cool. So then we feel like we're starting to get rolling, right? So... We start our drive after the punt inside the 20. And we got Jacobs getting the ball, Booker getting the ball. We feel like still, again, even with Trent Brown back, shout out to Trent Brown because I feel like things were really starting to roll with Trent Brown back. Even with them being uh, being back, the run game was still, it was still struggling a little bit. It was still struggling a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> we get a big play to Nelson Aguilar down the sideline. It's like, oh, cool, you know. Good shot. Derek had him. Little pump fake. It was a little, little out and up, right? Goes to hit the sideline. Derek pump fakes him. Sends it down the sideline. Hits him. Awesome. Looking good, right? Get on the other side of the field. Lo and behold, another player or two later, we get Nelson Aguilar again right down the middle of the field. Derek right on the money. 
hits a laser right down the middle of the field, right between the hashes, hits him right between the numbers, dictates him to go right between the middle of the safeties and trots backwards right to the end zone. Cool. Right? 14-10, looking good. <sighs> no, just win, baby. This is four straight losses. I see you. I see you in the chat. Okay, I can understand it. I mean, in the, in the win column, I get it. But the way we're playing, I can see it as four straight losses. I get it. I get it. Colts get the ball back. Um, they get a couple chunk plays. We had a huge blown coverage, which was absolutely insane. T.Y. Hilton again. He's in the slot, I believe, yes. Joiner's on him. Joiner kind of bites in. T.Y. is running by him. Joiner like goes like he's like he's supposed to chip him, slow him down, doesn't touch him. Jonathan Abram in his zone is supposed to pick him up. Runs right by Abram, untouched, wide open for a touchdown. I don't even understand. This is like where the collapse of our defense started. And I don't even understand where that comes from. There's only so many times I get it. I get it. I really do that. You know, there's, there's personnel issues. I get it that maybe we don't have the best players on the field. I get it that there can be improvements in, in, in some areas, but how many times is this going to happen where we start saying, blame the coaching. I'm so sick of it. And here we are put in a position to where, what do we do? What's the point of firing Paul Gunther now Raider nation put down in the chat. Why? I see you guys calling for fire Paul Gunther and I'm with you, but why? What is even the point? We're at a point towards the end of the season, and we might squeak into the playoffs, but switching now? Yeah, okay, what is, well, maybe it hurts. We should have done this a long time ago. We should have done this a long time ago. It does not even matter to me at this point. It really doesn't. It does not even matter to me at this point. I don't know. And, and if it does, if, if he's really the issue and firing him is, is the answer, then John Gruden needs to take it upon himself and he needs to find a way to work in Marinelli. Work in Marinelli. The $100 million head coach needs to step in and he needs to take control of the defense. It needs to not just be Paul Gunther's fault. I get it. I'm not a Paul Gunther fan. But John Gruden needs to get control of this entire team. He is the head coach. He is not the offensive coordinator. He is the head coach of this football team. When you get paid that much money, you need to take control of this team. You need to set us up in week 14 when we are set up to make the playoffs. And we got a game right now with a team that is in the same position as us. We need to not get out coached. <sighs> Clean house. See you in the chat. See you test, test. Test is coming through. Man. It's not a knock on Gruden. Look, I, li I like the continuity of Gruden. I like that he loves to be a Raider. I love that he wants to be here for a long time. That's something that we haven't gotten in a long time. Um, but John Gruden, he's got to he's got to do something here. It's not it's not about making friends here. It's not about hanging out in Vegas in the shiny new stadium with the best brand in the world, with the best fans in the world. It's not doing those things, enjoying life, and trying to squeak by for ten years. It's about winning championships, and at some point, we got to make those things happen. Grizz, shout out to Grizz. I see Grizz and Ivan, the moderators in the chat. I hope to hear a coaching change is coming at the presser. I, I mean, I, I like to, like I said, I like this. I like to see the same thing. But what's it even do at this point? I don't know. I, I'm at the point where as long as it happens, I, I feel like it's a wrap. It's got to happen at the end of the year. That's all that matters. 
Vince Morales, I see in the chat. Vince Morales says, the sad part is the Raiders aren't going to fire Paul Gunther until the end of the season. Sadly, it's our best decision to win. That's what I'm saying. We've, we've hung on this long. What is it? What does it do? I don't see it helping us, really. I mean, maybe. Whatever. But we're so close. Like, now we, we don't have any games to give up. I, f- I feel like for team morale, you fire the defensive coordinator that's basically telling your players, like, you know, all is lost. I don't know. Unless Paul Gunther's that bad and it fires up the players somehow. Whatever. So, anyways, wrapping out the first half. Um, after they score that touchdown, uh, we're down 14 to 17. We're chipping away at yards. We get a big third down reception to Renfro, another big third down reception to Waller. We get in the red zone, and then this wild one hand interception comes through. I don't even, I can't even hate on it. I can't even, I can't even hate on the interception because it was just, it was so clean. It was a good interception. Just sucks that it came against our Raiders, is what it is. They get the ball back. Stupid penalties. Obviously, our team's probably frustrated. Whatever happens, they sneak in a field goal before halftime. I'm just going to say, like I said, the defense was hurting us. The defense was just bleeding out the entire time, not looking good. But the offense wasn't helping us really either. I mean, we had a couple possessions. We didn't have much to work with, and it sucks because our offense is put in a position to where they can't screw up. They can't. You can't have those turnovers like that. You can't do anything because you're never going to come out of it because the last three years under a John Gruden team, you've had the worst defense in the NFL over this last three years. If you could somehow mesh these three years together, we had the worst defense over those three years. We were on pace. I saw it in the chat. We were on pace to have the worst, (laughs) the most yards given up in franchise history, which is absolutely insane, to give up over 200 rushing yards over and over and over. It is beyond me. We open up the third quarter. Man, we're just dishing. We're spread out. We're throw, 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 throw. Got a big play. Again, Renfro, Waller, getting Jacobs involved. You know, it's crazy with with all these acquisitions that we saw in the offseason. It's almost the same dudes from last year that are making the plays. Are you guys seeing that? Even on offense, Jacobs is the dude. When you need... When you need to get the ball to somebody, when you need a catch, who's Derek throwing it to? Waller. Renfro. Yeah, Ruggs is a commodity. Oh, you know, Aguilar's had those big plays, you know, here and there, which which is great. But when you need a reception, who are you going to? Waller. Renfro. On defense, who's making plays? We sign all these linebackers. Who's standing out the most? Morrow. I hope Morrow's okay. Max Crosby. Trayvon Mullen. Right? All the same guys from last year are all making the same plays. A little underwhelming. What's going on? Where's Brian Edwards? He's non-existent. Oh, man. Saw someone in the chat that says we need to get rid of Derek. I hope you watch the game today because I'm not sure that he's even close to near the problem. It's a football team, Rodney. And I know this isn't, this is, it doesn't work like fantasy football. you got to get everything going. You gotta have all 53 players bought in. You gotta have the defense clicking on all cylinders. You gotta have the unit going. And one thing that was really disappointing is I felt like we shut down their pass rush. They have a, they have a phenomenal defensive line. And did they stuff our run? Yeah, they they did a great job. But whenever it came to passing, man, having Trent Brown back was amazing. It did it it worked wonders for our offense. So, anyways, uh, we get this uh, you know we're dishing out in the third quarter. We throw out this trick play. 
We get Zay running a motion across. We have Derek in the gun. Zay's running a motion. He loops around behind Derek. Derek pitches it back out to him like it was a screenplay. Obviously, it was really weird because I saw him pitch this thing out to Zay, and I see three Colts defenders right in front of him. I'm like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. Zay, all of a sudden, I mean, he's he's kind of like he's gonna you know kind of square up with him, and all of a sudden he picks the ball up, hucks it over, Nelson Aguilar wide open, underthrows him a little bit, gets us inside the ten, nonetheless. Frustrating though, because you know what? After all that, after all that fancy stuff, we get in there, we get in the red zone again, bland, plain, boring. Nothing special, looking flat, not doing anything to pick up yards. When we have a really good running back in Josh Jacobs, a really good tight end in Darren Waller, a phenomenal offensive line, and we're we're drawing up these little. I mean, the, the one it was like a second or third down, and Derek's rolling out, has all this time to build, and there's two guys that he could throw to, and they're both completely covered. What are we designing on offense to get some guys open? <sighs> Kick that field goal. Colts, again, they're just owning our defense on the ground. They're running. They're pounding the ball. They're eating the clock. And they pick up a quick. <laughs> it was uh, What was that run, that rushing play? It was a 62-yard run yard or uh, run touchdown. Anyways, we wrap up the third quarter. We're chucking away. We get in there. We kick a field goal, 20-27. No, no, no. Yeah, 20-27, I believe, after the third quarter. Ah, is what it is. Okay, so we kick a field goal. I felt like we should have went for it, fourth and goal, whatever. Trusting our defense for whatever reason. Our offense hasn't been the greatest, but, like, try and try and win the game. Stop trying to keep it somewhat close, John Gruden. Let's go out there. Let's try to win the game. Let's do something to improve morale. Let's do something to change momentum. Score a touchdown there. What does that do for our team? It changes the entire attitude of that football game. So the Colts get the ball back beginning of the fourth quarter. Barnes, I see in the chat. Barnes says we basically can't make the playoffs anymore. We, I mean, I mean, we can. We can make the playoffs. We can. I'm not going to rule us out. But we keep playing like we are today, and I agree with you. We can't. We can't make the playoffs the way we're playing today. And if we do make the playoffs the way we're playing today, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs the way we're playing. So something's got to change quick. <sighs> Anyways, Omar A, I see in the chat, we need to tank. We need to tank Fire Paul Gunther, draft a quarterback. Interesting. So tanking is never going to be in my vocabulary because that's not something that's ever going to work. Uh, drafting a quarterback isn't going to fix anything anyways because what kind of quarterback? Give me, give me a quarterback in there right now that you would put in this team that would have won this football game. Anybody, anybody. And if you want, you're probably going to go out and I could see maybe trying to list one or two quarterbacks, right? You're going to list one or two quarterbacks. And I want you to tell me the chances of us ever being able to draft a quarterback of that caliber. Go ahead. I'm here for it. Even sign him. Trade for him. I want to hear it. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Okay. See some of you guys in there. Um. So they get down there. Morrow gets hurt on this drive, beginning of the fourth. And Hines breaks off a big run, a couple big runs. Hines actually rock, walks into the touchdown untouched, 20 to 34. We get the ball back. We fumble it. Colts get the ball, go down the field, kick a field goal. We get the ball back. Running back is a little, little uh, check down. Tips off his hands, easy catch, and tips it off and interception. 
Man, this is absolutely rough. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll come back with the, uh, with the lights out. I guess the lights out player of the game. Listen up, Raider Nation, because today I have a new Manscaped product for you. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. Probably not near as bad as Tom Brady, but still, nah, (laughs) I'm just kidding. As much as that guy gets Botox, I'm sure he gets his nose hairs trimmed. Um, And even you ladies, I know some of y'all could use this thing, but fellas, it's time to keep your ear and nose hairs looking as nice and clean as your clean-shaven balls. Nobody likes plucking nose and ear hairs, so Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides the proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. I'm telling you, look at this thing. Really gets after it. See, I'm good. See, because I I use this thing often, so there's not much in there. We're cleaned out. We're good. Looking good. Got the nose hairs all trimmed up. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. Have you ever pulled out your nose hair uh, with your fingers? I'm telling you, it might hurt, honestly, more than uh, watching the Raiders' defense give up a first down on third and 14. But Manscaped is making whacking your weeds um, a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence um, while providing hygiene. And yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code RaiderCody at Manscaped.com. So uh, thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Like I said, again, get 20% off and free shipping with code RaiderCody at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code Raider Cody. What are you waiting for? Whack your weeds. Get after it. I'm telling you. It does work. Manscaped, manscaped.com using promo code Raider Cody. That's how we do it. Man, I see you guys in the chat going nuts. Going absolutely nuts. So obviously, this is turning into a quarterback debate for whatever reason even though our quarterback's probably been the best player on our team majority of the year. But here we are again. Dress For some reason, we have this mentality, Raider Nation. I don't know what it is. We've got to get out of it. There's some fans that think we're terrible. We're terrible on defense. We ter- we're, we, we're not very good at this. We can't you know, get the wide receiver corpse up. We keep getting drops, bonehead turnovers, stupid penalties. Let's try and draft a superstar quarterback. We need a top three quarterback to fix everything because that's not what all other 32 teams are trying to do, right? (laughs) For whatever reason, there's probably 28 teams out there that that have room, if they want to, to improve a quarterback. If they see something out there, they could say, okay, you know, let's maybe draft a quarterback. Oh, you know, we might be able to do something here in a few years. There's four to five quarterbacks that are completely safe every single year. From there on out, every team is trying to improve. But no, Raider fans think, here we go. And I'm not going to group everybody together. I'm just saying, it's so easy for fans to just be like, oh, look at Patrick Mahomes and and Russell Wilson. and the, Oh, we need them. Look at them. They can make anybody better. As if all these other teams wouldn't draft a quarterback that would be of their caliber. Come on. Theron says, screw that. We don't have his usual personal 
have his usual personal DC, make it work with what they have. Wade Phillips has been available all season. Then sign Reed or Thomas. It can happen. It can happen. Appreciate. I appreciate the super chat. Appreciate the. Sh- I appreciate the shout out there. Uh, Two Ace Kane says we ain't winning Jack with this defense. I mean, we ain't winning Jack just the way we're doing things. Flat out, we're we're just it, it's just it's just not going to work like this. We we gotta we gotta flip the momentum. We got we gotta get this team confident again. We gotta be able to get out there on offense, on defense, and make some plays. So let's take this quick break, and we'll be right back. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site you can mo- that can move as fast as you do. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, Fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. And this football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Because, ah, man, right now an ice cold Pepsi may just be the best part about watching the Raiders. So Pepsi is the refreshment that you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Let's get into this. Uh... <laughs> Let's get this lights out player of the game. Yeah. <laughs> lights out player of the game. Man. My lights out player of the game is Paul Gunther because sometimes during this game, like I literally want to knock his lights out, dude. It's 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 frustrating. And I don't mean that in a bad way because I, I want nothing but the best for this Raiders team. But something that is going on with this defense is frustrating seeing Jonathan Abram who I feel like can be utilized as a good talent. Seeing Nick Kwiatkowski, a dude that's been, I mean, dude, he does anything you ask. Nicholas Moore, the only guy making plays. What's going on with Corey Littleton? Everything. We have talent. Max Crosby. How are we not dialing things up for Max Crosby? Dude, this is bad. I'm telling you. Lights out. I want to knock Paul Gunther, lights out, player of the game. Does that work? Is that a thing? It's 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 super frustrating. Yes, you could donate to see that live. And shout out to the donation here. Rosby Bailey. Shake my head. I'm tired tired of people blaming Carr. The man has been through three rebuilds. Wide receivers loved dropping the ball, but his whole his, let's see, but his whole career 
the man had never had at least an average D. I agree. Ay, ay, ay. I need to get some readers over here so I can see a little bit better. But anyways, this is this is terrible. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Frustrating. Ivan the Great, appreciate you dropping in there as a moderator. Hit that thumbs up. I don't know. Let's do something, Reiteration. We're trying to get through a little bit of a, you know, just therapeutic session. So let's, um, let's get out of this. I'm over it. We'll take a little, um, let's do a little Q&A. We'll do a little Q&A and then we'll take some callers. So drop your questions down in the chat. Drop your questions down in the chat. And uh, let's answer some of these to get out there. Danny from Fresno, I appreciate you dropping in the Q&A, but let's, let's save it and let's talk about it whenever you call in. I'll be calling you in a minute. I'll be calling you in a minute, Danny from Fresno. Jonathan Abram. Any thoughts on Jonathan Abram? I love Jonathan Abram for his, his aggressiveness. And it's frustrating It's because it's like a love-hate relationship. Because the same reason I love him is the same reason I hate him. He gets out there and he makes big hits, big tackles. He gets fired up. He brings energy, something that we need, especially when there's no crowd. We need that because I feel like the defense lives through it. But he, as you can see through him and, and Damon Arnett right now, man, they're just hurting themselves. And, and some of the penalties, that huge penalty that put him in like first and goal inside the 10 because for whatever reason he felt the need to like hit this dude like three seconds after the play was over. It's frustrating. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Jonathan Abram, man, I love him, but it, he makes me mad at times. It, it, it's kind of like that sibling that pisses you off. You love him to death. You feel like you're, they're your blood, right? I feel like Jonathan Abram has, like, uh, the Raiders in his bloodstream. I love him for that. We're blood. Raider Nation, I feel like I feel like it's running through him, but come on. Think a little bit more. Let's not make those simple mistakes. Would you sign Justin Simmons? Yeah, I mean, I wanted I wanted the Raiders to sign him this year. I don't see how the Broncos let him go. Of course, they I think they tagged him this last offseason. But, I mean, yeah, at this point, secondary for sure. I'd, I'd love to sign more players in the secondary. Uh, why do you honestly think we play good in the beginning of games of the season and versus good teams, then we just lose all the momentum? Michael Stepp, appreciate you commenting. Um, Michael, I'm not really sure why it, but it is like a, a normal trend and i want you guys to go back in the history and this is pointed out to me from raidersbeat.com raidersbeat.com brought it to my attention it kind of seems to be a normal thing with john gruden football teams start off hot they do really good they kind of trickle away the rest of the season and i don't really have too much of an argument from that you know except for those couple years where they were contenders besides that they've really trickled away towards the end of the end of the season the second half of the season definitely does not look near as good as the first half of the season so I'm a guy that no matter the personnel no matter what you're dealing with whenever you have a really good quarterback I mean, I'm, I mean I'll still sit here and tell you you know Derek Carr's top top 10 quarterback he's a top 10 quarterback we have we have a top five offensive line we have talent at wide receiver we have some good running backs I don't care I mean the defense struggles but that's you know that's also John Gruden's problem whenever you have that kind of stuff laid out you need to be able to produce wins. You, you, you need to be able to produce produce playoff wins with that. So if we even had an average D, would we be a solid playoff team that could win? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, the fact that we're here right now, 7-6, and six, with one of the worst defenses in the league, 
one of the worst defenses in the last three years. Even with that being said, we're seven and six. And still, I mean, it's not like we're out of playoffs, right? Unless we somehow can flip it back around and start playing how we did it, did at the beginning of the season. We're not out of playoffs. So I think with an average D, yeah, it would be a lot better. Gosh, dang. Not let them, you know, chew clock all the time. Mark Davis put too much trust in Gruden. So far looks like a weak coach. Shout out to Les510. Bet you had a tailgate. She had a tailgate. It was fun. Uh, Mark Davis put too much trust in Gruden. I can agree with that for being out for so long. But, you know, in, in a way for me, I still like him. I still pull for him just because he's such a Raider. He's such a Raider. He's going to do everything he can. But I feel like he needs to let go of those little things of, like, Paul Gunther. I get he's your buddy. I, I, I get, come on, John. Like, I get Paul Gunther's your buddy. But if he's not producing, let him go. Maybe he barely held on last year just because the last three or four games, right? Those last three or four games, we played decent on defense. We struggled on offense, so we kept Paul. But that's not an excuse to keep him around for very long. We've got to figure something else out. Why did we leave Carl Joseph? He's the best safety we had. Yeah, Carl Joseph's okay. We, we played the Browns, and Carl Joseph didn't really do much against us. Yeah, he's, you know, pretty good safety, makes some plays, but I'm not going to see that as, like, uh, you know, a big loss or really a season-changing um, opinion. <sighs> Gruden led teams have a history of late season collapses. Exactly. So let's um let's quit messing around. Let's get into uh let's get into some colors here. Open this thing up. Forget how I have it. Pop the number up there on the screen. Bam. Call that number. Let's get some opinions. Um, I'm actually, you know what? Really frustrating. I might click I see in the chat. Mike says, fire Paul, hire Wade Phillips. There we go. Jumping in with caller number one. State your name. Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Cody? My name is Kenny, Raider Kenny. I'm from Harlem, New York. Harlem, New York. Did you say your name was Kenny? Kenny, Kenny, yeah. Kenny, okay. So I couldn't talk to my guy Kenny King Jr. today, but I got to, I get to talk to another Kenny, man. What, what are your thoughts right now, post-game, Raider sitting 7-6? and six? Oh, pathetic. Yeah. Pathetic right now. This defense, I mean, it is just I mean, it's every week. We just constantly keep seeing seeing the same nonsense. They're not stopping nobody. They just constantly, constantly allowing these teams just to run up and down the field and do whatever they want. They're not stopping anything. And Jonathan Abrams, he is the Dennis Robin of football right now. Hey, I, mean, he, I can that's a that's a crazy Good comparison. <laughs> yeah. Stupid hits. Like, I mean, just for no apparent reason. And it's just like, it's just an ongoing thing. I'm surprised they didn't fire Gunther yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Mayock and, uh, and uh, Davis is going to pull the trigger and get this man out of here. He needs to go. Yeah. He needs to go. Yeah, because he's not doing anything right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know where I sit, honestly, with this Kenny. Um, it, it kind of leaves like a bad taste in your mouth just because you know we're going into this thing thinking if we win, our playoff aspirations are really, really good, and now we're kind of setting ourselves up for the same situation that we had last year, where we're going to watch this thing come down to the wire, and we're going to somehow still have a chance down to the last week, but we don't deserve to be in there if we keep playing the way we are now. Right, and I just think like as far as the um, NFL draft for next year is concerned, we just need to 
use every pick on defense. Yeah. I mean, we really need to you know, strengthen this defense. And whatever money we have left over free agency, we just need to need to go with defense. Our offense is there. Yeah. But they can't constantly save us from, you know, the crap that this defense keep on giving up. Like, yeah. all the points that they constantly giving up is an ongoing thing. And it's a damn shame that Rivers' jersey, was, I mean, his whole uniform was clean. He didn't yeah. touch that ground not one time. That's what I'm saying. His, his uniform looked the same way that he came out of the locker room with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Kenny, brother, I appreciate you calling in. I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to take this next caller. Um, hopefully we'll talk to you soon and maybe again in the playoffs. Oh, let's see here. Second caller, state your name. Where are you calling from? Rev Mike from Boise. Cody, Rev Mike, what is going on, man? I saw you at Stage Door Casino a few weeks ago. And l- let's take a break real quick. We'll talk about this game in a second. Um, we might be planning a Stage Door Casino watch party again, maybe around the Super Bowl, man. Would you be down to make the trip? Uh, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I get it. It's hard because, you know, if, if the Raiders aren't in it, it is what it is, but to be able to sit down and watch with Raider nation, I think we can still have a good time there, you know, silver and black and, and oh, yeah, that, a good time. Yeah. That'd be great. I, I could do that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You thought I was just getting little, your, it just depends on what the roads are like. You thought I was getting your <laughs> Super Bowl aspirations up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mike, there how you feeling? Go. Well, uh, well, you know, I'm the one that did the super chat. I'm Mike Clegg, so yeah. yeah, it's like I I don't know fire fire Paul, fire Wade. I don't know. I I mean, and you know, it's so hard because it's so late in the season. Do you fire him now? Do you wait till the season's over? But hey, maybe if you if you fire him now, maybe there's a little spark in that defense, and you know, who knows if they make the postseason? Maybe they make a run and they play well. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's where I sit, and that's where I sat even. It was like mid-year, right? It was like maybe week six, week seven, and it was getting brought up. And I'm kind of thinking like one part of me is thinking we we need it. If we're going to pull the plug, you need to pull it now. But also there's the part of me that was thinking, man, then you kind of just kill team morale. And what do we do from here? Now it's even worse. Now now we'd really be killing team morale. Now what do we do? I mean, the defense, like, oh, you just fired our boss obviously we're not doing very good there's only three games left in the season where do we go from here and don't get me wrong i'm I'm not on the paul gunther train i'm not sitting here trying to defend him at all but it's just i i see this as a spot where if if we hold on to him and we keep him and Mm -hmm. we go through the season i'm not surprised at all if we fire him then i'm i'm just like okay stick a fork in it there it is Right, exactly. And and even with Gruden, I mean, his play calling has been so suspect. I mean, we started this game. Especially like in the red zone. Out. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's just, uh, oh, it's frustrating. So, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. Um, we still have a shot. We still have a shot to make the playoffs. But with the way the defense is playing right now, I'd rather not make the playoffs. We don't, you know? we, I mean, I don't want to be one and done. I want to make some noise. All being said, we don't right the way we're playing right now. We do not deserve to be in the playoffs. Although we Absolutely still have chances, not, yeah. and I'm not going to rule us out. The only way that I'm ruling us out right now is because mentally, we're not playing well enough to get in the playoffs. So if somehow yeah, we flip a switch and we get back to the team that beat the Saints, the team that beat the Chiefs, you know, the team that's out there gunslinging and going in shootouts with some of these other teams, then yeah, we should be there. And I'm going to be all on board whenever they do that because I know we're capable of it. But until we show right. that we can mentally get back into this thing, Mike, 
I'm not. This isn't yeah. a playoff team. It's not a playoff team. It's it, it's it's a yeah. slow collapse that we're seeing in 2020, and we're, and we're going into a three game home stretch. If we're gonna pull it back out somehow, we're gonna do it in these next two games. And if we don't, man, we got to make some serious changes this off season. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let me know if you're gonna you know, if you're gonna do that Super Bowl thing, man. Keep me posted because, yeah, I might I might just you know tell the old lady I'm gonna make the trip anyway. <laughs> Why not? Why not, Mike? I appreciate you calling in, man. We'll talk soon. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. Rolling in hot. Okay, so getting back to our first caller, my guy, Danny from Fresno. What is going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? (sighs) 76, dude. So... What are your th- what 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 are your thoughts, bro? I mean, I, I know I'm 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 pretty speechless. I I hate doing these post games like this just because it it pisses me off. Like literally, this team literally yeah. like pisses me off in games like this. And, and knowing that they're better than this, knowing that we have the personnel on the field, where do we go from here, Danny? What is going on? On a lot of different levels, it's it's, it's upsetting because I mean I've been a Raider fan since I can remember. You know, it's yeah. Like, it's, it always seems like I've been no a Raider fan what, since always, I can't remember. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like yeah. no matter what, we, it's, it seems like we always have a defense that just can't get off the field. Like on third downs, like we're cool on first and second down, but if it's like third and eight, third and seven, like they'll get a shot, even if it's third and fifteen. So it's just like so irritating to see that week in and week out. Like no matter who we play, whether it's the Jets or whether it's the Colts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's just really irritating, man. It's almost like we have to bank on the offense, like not punting, like in order to win. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And one one mistake, and all of a sudden now the entire team's taken out of the game because the offense didn't put up points or sustain a drive. Exactly. And I think what's most irritating about, like just sitting back and watching today, I think what's most irritating about it today where we stand is because, you know, we gave Gruden the 10-year deal. And we're like, okay, yeah. figure it out, dude. Hire, hire your coach, hire your guy, whatever, whoever you think is going to get the job done. And he was like, all right, apologies to do. Uh. And like th- three years later, it's only getting worse. And we're getting, and we've got better players now than we did three years ago on defense. That's, that's the frustrating part. Like it's not Reggie Nelson back there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we have, and, and you see have, it with Gruden have, because I, I had my questions with Gruden and his offense through two years, but then you're expecting, okay, yeah. you're three, here you are, you, you know, you went through a rebuild, you went through adding your pieces the second year, here's the third year, you stacked onto it even more, you should have a feel. That yeah. vision that you had coming in here by year three, yeah. it should be executing. Yeah. And John Gruden, it did. Through, you know, through exactly. through whatever it was, uh, 10 games, it was a, easily a top five, top three offense last few weeks. Oh, as yeah. it sputtered, yes, but yep. this defense has gone from 32nd to 32nd. So what are we, what yeah. the heck is going on? I don't know. And, and like, and it's just like we got, for instance, the last two weeks, we got a guy who we're paying seven, I think, 7.6 mil, I think. Uh, Carl Nassib on the bench, healthy scratch. Healthy like, scratch, two like, weeks. Real, it's, it's, that, it's that bad that we, you know what I mean, that we're going to that extent. Like we got guys who are paying all this kind of money. You know, Corey Littleton, like why, why isn't he playing good? He was playing lights out for the Rams. Like what's going on? Like it's a, it's a, it has to be a scheme thing. Because the talent's there, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, today, here's the one play that really pissed me off. I'm sorry, I, I said, I said, I said piss. Um, but <laughs> he probably pissed had, me off too. Had, we, the, <laughs> there was a blitz called early on in the game. And from 
and, and it's like, it's a, it should be a rule. Like on blitz plays, someone needs to be uh, covering the check down receiver, no matter what, because it's a blitz. So like, that's the first person he's going to think of going to, right? Yeah. So on a blitz play, it, 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 who, does, who does Rivers hit? The check down receiver, the running mm-hmm. back, and it goes for like 15 yards. I'm like, that's like, that's a given. Like you yeah. always got to have the check down receiver covered on a blitz play, like on, I, a, bl- on a blitz. That, that's what's weird, dude, like, is, is is I've been frustrated with how we've been performing um, on defense because, you know, for one, I hate I hate giving up the deep ball. And for whatever reason, we, right. we adjusted and we don't give up the deep ball anymore. But now right. we're doing everything we can not to and giving up five right. to ten yards and they're chunking away and they're yeah. getting six-minute touchdown they're, drives. I don't. They're playing undisciplined football. That's really what it comes down yeah. to. It's undisciplined. They're got they're not playing their assignments. They were they were a little better at the beginning of the year, but they just started to break down. And uh, I don't know what it is, but it's it's just something something something's got to change because right. it's just not. I I feel like to be honest, like just apology, like just let them go. I think tomorrow would be a good day. <laughs> like let Marinelli let, <laughs> let let Marinelli take over. You know, Marinelli's been a defensive coordinator. Let hey. him take over. And then if, let's see let's see what these players got. Let, let's just let's let the players play. If that's if that's how it works out, I might be got a shot. If that happens, I'll be sitting here like my t-shirt, man. Like today was a good day. Like that that's how I'll be chilling right here, man. Danny from Fresno, <laughs> man. I appreciate you. Hey, hey, I appreciate you calling in, Danny. Um, I'm sure again, you know, we'll be talking next week and see how this uh see how this week fifteen wraps out and see how our playoff aspirations are staying afloat. On to the next one, huh? On the next one, I guess, bro. <laughs> we'll talk soon, man. All right, man. Later, man. Oh, man. Raider Nation, what is going on? Let's take this next phone call. Calling him a caller number six or seven. I don't know where we're at. Uh, state your name, man. Where, where are you calling from? This is uh, Raider Loke from the 626 in, the, in L.A. What's up, L.A. Los Angeles Raider Nation holding it down. What is going on, man? What's good, man? This is uh, Raider Lope, uh, formerly known as Danny from Upland from last season. <laughs> hey, okay, I recognize you now. I recognize you now. What? Uh, yep, yep. H- how you feeling, we dude? The, uh, I met you at the uh, up in Oakland Coliseum when I took that picture, and I was in the red in the black hole when you were up in the pressers or up yep. in the. Um, oh yeah. In the <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I was I was hiding up there. It was like it was like a Where's Waldo? Me and my wife were poking out of the window um exactly how right. how are we feeling yeah. man it's it's um not not the ending of the <sighs> season that we expected it's one of those it's it's so hard to say after these last three games how do we sit here and like not say it's the same old raiders like can you talk me out of it or are you kind of sitting in the same same ledge i'm sitting in the same boat i mean uh pretty much uh, i'll speak on this game a little bit later but um john gruden being four and eleven during his last six games of the season since he started coaching the Raiders back in 2018 has me a little bit worried. I mean, does he get a little bit too predictable uh, towards yeah. the last six games of the season? Because, uh, I mean, it just starts – it's funny how it just starts at this, the last six-game mark from the Falcons. It just goes downhill from there. Yeah. It's, it's, it it, it it's is good. really weird. It, it, it's kind of like a weird I mean, spiral. I, I, exactly. I mean, I, I get it. As much as you want to blame, you know, the defense. I mean, I get it. PG, I mean, a lot of uh, – uh, a lot of blame. I mean, some blame should go with him, but a lot of the time, I mean, today we got a lot of. Uh, I mean, we're 31st in the league in missed tackles when the the Jets are 32nd with 105. We got 102. So, I mean, a, a lot of the huge runs today were just off of missed tackles, you know. And it's just like, 
Oh man, I mean, I get it. PG gets some of the blame. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's all about execution on the field. And we don't practice tackling. Maybe that's what it is, but a lot of teams don't do it. But, you know, it's, oh man, it's just frustrating how Carr and Rivers had similar stats, but obviously yeah. the two interceptions, I'm not blaming Carr. Obviously you lob it up to uh, Waller who's six foot six. Kenny Moore just made a better play than him. And Crazy that, play. Uh, another, another great play, uh, obviously uh, by Moore when he uh, fumbled the, uh, Caught the fumble on Renfro and then tip pass by Richard for the pick six. So three turnovers. I mean, it was just unlucky. But at the end of the day, I mean, oh man, just uh, River. I mean, the difference was the run game at the end of the day. We couldn't execute. And at the end of the day, that goes back to maybe Gruden being predictable towards the last six games of the season. I don't know what it is. Something's got to change. I mean, oh man, so frustrating. Um, look, man, I'm right there with you. Uh, I appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you, you know, dropping that opinion. I got a few more callers here. I'm going to take, so um, let's get into it. But maybe we'll talk next week and see how this thing is going. Oh, taking in our next caller from the 405. State your name. Where are you calling from? My Michael Step calling from Sweet Oklahoma, man. Hold on a second. You've been trying to call in here for a while, huh? Haven't you? Y- yes, I have. <laughs> Moved down there from the Central Valley myself. Really? I'm not seeing any Raider fans. Five yeah, five nine. About a year ago. Five five nine. Hanford, California, man. Hanford, California. I'm way too familiar with Hanford and their smelly water. Um, Michael, and what is going smelly on? Smelly water. That's home. <laughs> How are we feeling? Seven and six, dude. How are we feeling? I saw your last caller, man. I'm just gonna have to say something. I'm a huge fan, but I'm gonna have to disagree with you on the same old Raiders. Um, I feel like we are a lot better than what we perform, and I feel like everybody can agree on that. And I'm going to take a book. You know what Danny from Fresno says all the time. I'll tell you what, if we played fundamental football, we would have a better chance. And what I mean by that, they always preach about do your job. Yeah. Do your job. Do your job. But this passes, not just this week. I'm, I'll bring back last week, you know, with rugs, you know, fumbling the ball yeah he made up for it with the Jets and I'm happy he did that but what I what pisses me off the most is the way we play versus the Saints or both week five with the Chiefs the last time we played the Chiefs we could do so flipping well but versus the Falcons or the Jets Colts great football team better than the last two but it just blows my mind how we can never stop. Or oh, I'm tired of the three and out. I'm tired of our defense. We can hold until third. And I don't know if they just get too excited. <laughs> I don't know if they get nervous about the plays or what happens, but they always tend to convert on our defense. That's a, but, it's a, that, that situation where we're third and short and they, they brought in Jacoby Brissett. It was like third and one or a less than a yard. And we stuff them but there was the false start or whatever it was. So they killed the play, but we had them stuffed short. So they get the third and six and then they convert. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> that is the it, most it, Raiders thing. Excited. I don't know. I, I'm it, more confident. I'm weirdly more confident on third and three than I am third and 13. And that's an issue. Most that's definitely. a scheme thing. That's a play calling thing. I don't know what it is. And I don't mean it as like, it's the same old Raiders. Like we haven't improved anymore. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, we're getting down into these into these situations where we got to win and we got to get better. This is playoff football. We our players talked about it all week. We you know we heard you know Darren Wall. We heard other you know players talking about this is playoff football. This is where we got to you know we're, we put ourselves in a situation where we you know we got to win. 
And we did. You know, Derek Carr said so himself. Gruden was preaching one and done, one and done. Take it one week at a time. And I, I, I love Carr. And I, I don't care. I will respect Carr. Everybody that's listening right now could disagree with me. I think I'm agree. Top 10 quarterback for sure. Josh yeah. Jacobs joked around on the gram saying he wasn't going to play today. You know, <laughs> pulling all those, you know, fantasy players had my heart going. He's on my fantasy too, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but you know, stepped up he did his thing. You know, the first, the first drive, he didn't do so hot is what it is. Got me some points on the board. Cool, 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 cool. But I feel like when our defense steps up, our offense slacks. When our offense steps up, our defense slacks, and it's consistency that is killing us this season. Yeah, that, that Josh Jacobs Instagram thing, man. Michael, I appreciate you calling me. I'm going to hit on that right now, actually. But uh, keep calling in uh, 405, and we'll be, uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking again soon. Wait, 405, is that uh, – shoot, what is that? That, that drag City. racing – yeah, the, the the drag racing show. What is that on Discovery Channel? You watching um, that? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the I, 405. I've heard but... I've heard this area code. It's from that show. Anyways, yeah. exactly. Good call, in, man. Mean, you take it easy, man. Yeah, we'll talk again soon, man. Shoot, that Josh Jacobs post. It's funny how that works because going into this game, I was like for for sure from the people that I've talked to, Josh Jacobs was going to play this game. And then that post, I had so many people calling me after that post happened. Are you sure Josh Jacobs is playing? I'm like, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he's playing. Yes, dude, he's playing. Chill, like relax. And then finally I got to a point where after like 30 minutes and there was like no legit answer, I finally started saying, I don't know. This is like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a player ever do that. Um, And I don't know what Josh Jacobs – motive was or what his idea was what he was trying to accomplish through the whole thing but maybe it's just the way Raider Nation has been reacting on social media maybe he just doesn't care maybe he feels a little bit used maybe the, the whole we're entitled to our opinion and we're you know we can slander if we want to and you know we're fans we can say whatever we want that whole mentality maybe it's just getting tiresome for some Raiders so Maybe that maybe it is what it is. I'm gonna take one last caller here, and then uh, then we'll carry on. So, last caller. Let's see if you're state your name. Where are you calling from? Jay Money Raider from Savannah, Georgia. Jay Money Raider, man. Give me some thoughts, man. I'm gonna wrap this thing up pretty quick. You're my last caller. Uh, how do you feel about this Raiders team sitting at seven and six? Frustration, frustration, frustration. Same. I feel like we no longer have an identity, man. We we don't know, we don't stick to what we do well. When we got to that, when we got to that red zone, we supposed to pound that ball until we got in there. I don't care about Jonathan Jacobs being hurt. He in the game, we need to use him for what he what he there for. Pound that rock. Yeah. We let points off the ball. We let we we, we let him skate when we got to the red zone. We let him skate. Yeah. Yeah. Jamani, I appreciate you calling in, man. Seven and six. We're gonna see if we can we can flip things around and get things going. Um, but maybe we'll talk again soon, brother. Appreciate it. Ah, so that's gonna wrap up the show. But we're gonna get back into this thing. Hopefully we can pick ourselves back up and we can get back in the playoff race. So, Raider Nation for life. Let's get this thing going. See you guys later. Peace. Football is back in full swing, and you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. 
from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. Uh, you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship features all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together for the pathfinders breaking new ground granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24 7 customer support because we know you have people depending on you so you can always depend on us call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done